What's going on, Ken Folk? What's yes, good, bro? What's happening? Key to the City Podcast. It's your Ken Folk, y'all. We right back at it. This is episode five. I got a special guest on this stream with me today. We're going to get into it with him. First of all, you know, I got to thank everybody for uh, tuning in, still supporting the podcast. Everybody that tuned in to the last episode, we had the queen on here, Miss Danielle Walls. Shout out to D. Appreciate you, queen, for stopping through. And uh, just like last week and every other week, we're going to keep trying to hit you with high-quality content, high-quality guests. And uh, I got a good one for you today, people. Uh, get ready to laugh, man. I got my dog with me, man. One of the funniest in the nation. You better believe that. Uh, this cat been doing it for a minute. From stand-up to his own skits. If you check out his page, man, going to have you in stitches every day. I'm talking about every day, 365. <clears throat> 365 of them things. If you going through something, I know we all going through a lot right now with everything that's going on in the world. But, man, if you need something to lighten your day, you might want to tune in to this guy's page, man, his whole platform of support. He currently has his own podcast as well, Freedom to Speak Freely, that thing raw. He be having some of your favorite guests on there. You definitely want to check that out, support him, follow him. But uh, without further ado, Ken Folk, I want y'all to welcome to the city, my dog, Nardo Blacktastic. What's What's going on, Pippin? Man, I can't complain, bro. Appreciate you having me on the show, bro. This is neat. I like this whole setup, bro. (laughs) Better say it's neat. Hey, man, we appreciate you joining us, dog. Absolutely. Uh, it's been a minute. I was going to try to get out to your first season, man, but I was just so swamped, man, and backed up and just trying to stay consistent with it. I said, I'm going to need to take a break, cut this shit in half, make seasons out of it. That way I can regroup and uh, definitely come back not. Hard, come back harder and smarter. Facts, facts, facts. And uh, you said something to me before we even jumped on that's still been ringing in my head. Just The goal is just keep this shit going. That's it. Ain't no just time, better. But in the prison, my boy. Right now at the right time. That's it. Uh, so I really want to get to know you a little bit. Uh, I've always been hearing your name around the city, man. And uh, first of all, where the name come from? Nardo Blacktastic. Is Blacktastic your government? Blackman is actually my government name. I got the best last name I feel like a black man can have. No competition with nobody. Mm-hmm. But my last name is Blackman, right? Blackman. Right. Which Solid. I always... Yeah, it always got confused though with my teachers at the bank. White people love to say black man. They look, they look mm-hmm. at me like, they look at me like, get the fuck out of town. Black yeah. man is your name. I'd be like, what if your name was white man? I know a white a white dude with a last name, white man. You know, right. but um, it's like, yeah, black man is my last name. They'd be like, can I say it? I'd be like, you ain't say nigga, say it, black man. Black man. <laughs> right. And so I I grew up, bro, I grew up in a time where it almost, when I went to my grandmama's house, when we went to the store, my grandmama didn't look at white people in their face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, didn't, I, I didn't. Until my granddaddy told me, you look them peckerwood right in their eye. And that started something. That started something. Not, not mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, that's just how he felt. You know what I'm saying? So that started something in me that just, at that age, I kind of started loving black stuff. I ain't even noticed none that was going to happen. Now, I can't even put that out there. But yeah. when I came up with my name, one of my friends told me you should be on Twitter. You remind me of Lil Duval. I don't. I'm not gonna claim it, but she said you should be on Twitter. You remind me of him. And I went on there. I was trying to think of what would I want my name to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew I wanted to put Nardo in it because I want to be. I'm like Devin the dude. Devin don't have to 
changed a lot because he used his name and who he is and what he do. Thanks. So if he put himself into his work, it, you know, you can always represent your name. So I wanted to do that. <clears throat> but I felt like I love Blackman. I love my name, but I want to be Nardo Blackman. I, mm. because, because I want to be like a, if it was a superhero or I love black. And uh, I was watching Couples Retreat. Mm-hmm. On the movie, the guy's password was ass-tastic. I thought that was great. <laughs> he loved ass. And, and, and when I thought about my name, I thought about what do I love? Black people, black-tastic. Mm-hmm. Black fantastic, man. Black fantastic. Don't when you find out about it. You know what I'm saying? I know we earth tone, but black, what we have is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You better believe In a way, like, in a way, you can try to dumb it down. You can't. We Facts. Some dynamic stuff, some unbelievable stuff that really question your mental. So, uh, uh, it comes from me feeling like black is fantastic. I respect that, and black is fantastic. And uh, like, when did you first notice like you had? I know we all come up. Some of us have a, a more sense of humor than others. Uh, but what was it that made you stand out and recognize like? I'm a different type of funny. You know, I can really do something with this shit. You remember what age you recognized it? I I didn't know this. this I didn't know this was nothing that I was going to do, man. I, my life took a journey. But I, I would say that um, as a young kid, I would, when I was like second grade, I came back to school and recited Eddie Murphy Rock. The kids Dang. were loving it. They were yeah. loving it. I'm reciting shit out of her and I'm going, man. I got in trouble with the teacher, but I'm on one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm bam, bam. Like, I'm saying this shit like it's me. I ain't know, like, that there was nothing I wanted to do, though. So, like, my friends and people encouraged me to say, go do comedy. You know what I'm saying? And when I started, and when I used to watch comedy, I used to watch a lot of people. And I thought, uh, when I looked at them, I think, I like their joke. You know how you listen to comedy and you'll say a joke, but you will say the end of it, and your yeah. ending might be different, or you might have some extra add-on to their ending. Mm-hmm. That kind of made me um think that I'd like to do it one day, but this is well before I started. The thing that made me say I could do it, that I felt like I could do it and do it different, was when I saw Kevin Hart, and he was doing it. And I said, this nigga just making jokes out of his family. And I, like, I could make a joke, joke out of my family my whole life, but I got to I got an adventurous life. I got some, man, my, my, like, I ain't trying to, ain't in no competition. I love black. I don't know what Kevin Hart had going on his life, where he from, because the nigga from Philly, right? Yep, Philadelphia. So I'm going to say, if you from Philly, I feel like you from a trail ass place. I performed in Philly. I love Philly. Philly, I fucked up in Philly, and I came back and got redemption, redemption in Philly. So mm. I know what Philly is like. So I know he got some real shit that happened in his life, but he don't put that edge out there. I felt like, and I like I like Mike Epps a lot. Martin Mike Epps came hard. And I saw that to me it said it's a deeper part of the hood. Like if I could combine Kevin Hart ability to tell stories and Mike Epps ability to connect with the hood. Because mm-hmm. this is how I feel and this is what I love. Them the niggas I like in the game. And Martin, because I dance and I this just me. You know, and I mm-hmm. had to become comfortable with myself to know that because I grew up in Jacktown so actually I wasn't on no funny nigga shit I was funny when you know me but I had an edge on because I know what I got to do a mm-hmm. high life feels out here so uh once I looked at it them the people I broke down that I said Kevin skyrocketed with that I feel like I could do this 
if it's writing words to make people laugh, I feel like I can do this. But I still didn't start these. Mm. I ain't start these. So that's what you, made me. How long you been doing it professionally? You'll say. How many years you engaged? Engaged in the game. Man, professionally, I say about five, six years. I've been doing it ten years. They tell you it'll be eleven this September. They tell you it's 10 years before you find yourself income, before you find your voice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I started just on some, it was so crazy, man. It was so crazy because I rap. I used to rap. I used to hustle. Well, I done graduated college too. So, you know what I'm saying? I got a couple different journeys. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, man. But I always been a funny nigga to the people who I love. Like my family, when you ran, I'm, I'm funny. Um, when we was in high school, like, I used to, I, man, I, I had a bad attitude, so you're going to get a tough nigga from the start, but once we warm up, I got the chicks, the bitches, I got everybody, you know, yeah. I got them laughing, you know, or yeah. whoever, though. and it's the it's the rugged people, though. Mm-hmm. It's the people who most people are afraid of, that hood. We, let me tell you something, the best thing you can do when you go to jail or the hood is be yourself. When you try Believe to be that. tougher or be somebody else, they're going to They're going to try, yeah. Just be comfortable with knowing if you get into a confrontation, you're just going to handle yourself either with wits or with your physical ability. You got to be comfortable comfort mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. And see, I, 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 I was, like I said, I just felt like if niggas knew me and knew me for real, for real, then they're going to try to play me a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, that was how I had the edge where you didn't know I was funny. But in class, I used to do some class clown shit. You know, you so, mm-hmm. it didn't depend on how you knew me. Well, what would you say your style is? Because you know, with Kevin, like, like you said, he mainly talk about his family. He don't really get into a lot of politics or nothing like that, or really talk about anybody. Period. He don't really join on the crowd that much. What would you say your style is? Like your approach? Nature boy, natural. Uh, okay, just a natural to the game. It ain't like I'm trying to get you to laugh at a joke. I'm trying to get you in a situation or tell you about this situation. I look at myself as like a narrator hood story, or mm-hmm. narr- really, or I can look at the news and see the way the hood that we break it down. Like I'm, a, uh, I would say my style is like Dave Chappelle, Mike Evans. I say Dave. That's Chappelle a nice blend, boy. I said Dave Chappelle because I got some knowledge. I say Mike Evans because I go through the hood. I'm not. I ain't trying to put no edge on. They love me. That's mm-hmm. who love me where I go. That's where I get the love from. I don't have to change from. That's why I grew up. My daddy was a crackhead, full fledged crackhead. Not mm-hmm. it ain't bragging, it ain't just something I had to deal with. There's something that comes across in my comment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I I am the voice of the I'm like I uh I look at myself in the place I come from. Like Rita B is my girl. She has a real good voice. Shout out Rita B. That's my girl. I love her. She like a sister to me. Like really, like this my me and her mama talk like a sister to me. Mm-hmm. Rita has a different voice to people, to the community than I do. But it has a place and a purpose. And I have a voice. For a whole another person, you know what I'm saying? A whole mm-hmm. another genre, you know what I'm saying? And you gotta be true to that because then the people my mama told me this when I got out of jail and I went to t- I went live about it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah, fact. My mom my mama told me that she was like, You got a certain people you gotta speak to, but that's who that, that's who rock with you. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. where like I'm gonna say this. Everywhere my mom was a single black parent, but everywhere we stayed, I was in the hood, but shit, I really didn't know I was in the hood. I felt like we was in the mansion from inside right. my there house. There you go. But we was in that means she you that means she did her job. That means she did her job. And my said, mama's favorite comedian is Mike Epps. She don't really even like comedy. She was like Bernie Mac, Mike Epps, and Red Fox. She like legends, dog. She 
she like basketball, just Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She don't play with nothing but the goats if she gonna pay attention. And the comedians that she like, all three of them gonna give it to you raw and tell it straight like a TIE, like Brady say. Yeah. But you say you you only been doing the profession like five or six years, but it seemed like you done built up like a a roster of friends in the comedy game. Like you got some connections. Man. Is it just you? Just that, you being getting the connection. Yeah, just you being real and genuine. That's the best. That's the only thing that's gonna do it, bro. Be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, law of president first law of uh, preservation. You know, be mm-hmm. true to know your know thyself. Be true to yourself. You ain't gotta put on for folk, man. If, if your natural personality can't get it, you might need to think of something else. That might not be you. You know what I'm saying? And, that, mm-hmm. and that's something you gotta accept and learn how to accept too. Um, I'm talkative, man. So I have to t- show myself how to listen when I'm around some of these goats because you're blessed to be in their presence, really. Because if you can listen, you're going to learn some game. I mm-hmm. think the thing that give me them friends, bro, it got to be my spirit because I'm going to say what I feel. So I might I might turn you off, you feel me? So I mm-hmm. think it's the – I think it's – overall, I love people, dog. I, I want everybody to win. Yeah, yeah. If it ain't for white folks doing the shit they did, I wouldn't be against them. But, nigga, if you hate me, I hate you too. If we, we got to do it. Now, that ain't how I accept it with it. But they didn't show years of this shit, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I got some player white friends who tell me keep hating their ass. <laughs> yeah. We hate the crackers, not the white folks. Absolutely, man. <laughs> the ignorant, the ignorant people on both parties, though, man. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't nothing out here that's supposed to be absolute. You mm-hmm. can't learn like that. We gotta be different, man. Let your man be different. If you got a dude who say he wanna hear Donald Trump, let him hear him and hear him out. We yeah, gotta learn how to do that. I don't have no problem with that. Well, we have you know? to do it be able to, when it's time to go, we got to weed that out. But in order to go forward, you got to have different ideas, different thoughts. If we think the same, nigga, you ain't going to learn. Right. That's true. We were hey, we robots. You ever been able to meet some of these uh, people that you looked up to in the game? I met Eddie Griffin within two years of doing comedy. I love that nigga. That nigga was the truth. I'm going to tell you something, bro. So I was doing a show to be on the show. I'm, uh, I'm hosting over at Last Call. Mm-hmm. I know the girls who haven't booked to here for a charity because my friend girl's sister is paralyzed. So mm-hmm. Eddie Griffin come here, and um, we had to compete to be on his actual show. So I'm hosting that. We had to compete to open up. And I guess my boy Q did well. So me and Q, Comedian Q, shout out Comedian Q, we both were able to be on that show. I hosted. He opened because uh, we both did well, but before Eddie mm. Griffin came up, I said something. I can't remember what I said, but I slick roasting because I just narrate what I see. It ain't like yeah. I'm roasting you, but I just so <laughs> happened to notice. What um, you say? Nah. I can't remember, but I know when I gave the mic to that nigga, when I gave the mic to Eddie Griffin, that nigga punched me in the stomach. Mm. Boom! Nigga don't... Oh, punch, nigga. nigga <laughs> I'm a motherfucking legend, nigga. Don't bring me up like that trying to be funny with your funny ass, nigga. But he complimented me, punched me in the stomach, yeah. we smoked gas in the parking lot later. But um, that was the night. That was that night. The next night, we had the show at Jackson State. The security guards at Jackson State, man, shout out to them. I know they don't know how to handle this, but they they were going to allow him to smoke weed. But mm-hmm. he wanted to smoke cigarettes. He wasn't going to disrespect him. He said, this is HBCU. If there was a white college, that I'd do it. Shout out Eddie Griffin, bro. If I, I I don't even know if he remember this shit. If he would, because Marlon Wayans remember a connection we had. Um Really? I inboxed, yeah, I inboxed him about it because I bombed in front of him. But that's a whole nother story. So 
No, um, I need to know that story. Yeah, we're gonna get to it. All right. If we got time, <laughs> we're gonna get to it. Yeah. So Eddie Griffin got me and Q. I'm there by I like to get places early so I can get my energy out, peak scene, have an advantage. Mm-hmm. So um Eddie Griffin get there early, man. That nigga started talking to me, man. He tell me how he come. His uncle was a pimp. He grew up in St. Louis, I think, or some maybe something like that. Some area St. Louis or Louisville, some shit like that. And it was he felt like a pimp as a young nigga. Now he got a bunch of kids. All this pimp shit he told him, I believe I was little. And he figured out that he wanted to do comedy. So he went to New York. He just went. He just mm-hmm. won. They had a bullshit ass apartment. Guess who his roommate was? Just guess. Yeah, you say a name you think. Somebody around his age? Somebody who a goat. Bernie Mac. Eddie Dave Chappelle. What? Dave Chappelle was his roommate. He mm. told me that the game was so raw that they ain't know where they could tell jokes. So they went down to Central Park, told jokes in the middle of Central Park. They would be telling his joke. You know, the way he tell jokes, and then he'll be out there motherfucker doing the Michael Jackson and shit. He said he'll put his head down, and then by the end of the day, they made about $75. And guess what they do? Smoke it all on weed. That's how that nigga talk to me. I remember. What we do? Smoke it all on weed. I said, damn. And that's the thing. Like, I, I got to start probably impersonating, because I, I really don't be. Mm. Like, if I tell the story, then I could do it. But I don't think about doing people impersonation, you know what I'm saying? And there's people who know me be like, boy, you need to start there too. So we'll see. But Eddie, I'm trying to do it out. Eddie ain't Eddie ain't too tall, is he? Ain't he about my height? Eddie ain't too tall, but Eddie in some good ass shape for an old nigga. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie is by about he a little shorter than me. But you know, I got a picture with him. We damn near it damn near look like we're the same height, but you know, and you know how it is. And if you and if a good if you ask a girl, she'd be like, Tell me them too short nigga. But if you know it's us, uh, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah but if we, you know how you is when you short you like looking well i'm a little taller yeah. than him but shit ain't nothing we still gonna rock yeah he's solid bro bro uh the stories he was telling me the stuff he did before he gave me a whole se- i was dying laughing mm-hmm. i was 45 minutes before the show started because i got there early and he got there early too that was a blessing i got several pictures with him behind it uh and so the next person i met uh, I can't say because I done met um, Lavelle Crawford. I done met uh, yeah. Bruce Bruce. Bruce Bruce is the truth. He got a loving spirit. That nigga's the truth, man. He just a good inviting nigga. Uh, mm-hmm. And I done met a lot of other people that I just like. Carlos Miller, uh, Just Niche, they some young comedians that's out there. The truth, shout out them. These people drop me game. Well, Carlos don't. But it's a lot of other good comics out here. Chris said it out, John, K-Dub. Uh, he be on uh, T.I. Mm-hmm. They drop jewels on me, man. It's people OGs around here, man. I don't even want to. I don't want a name drop like that to do them. But even at the age of forty, they drop jewels on me to help me get ahead and tell me what to do to keep going. I appreciate mm-hmm. that you need that to be good. You know what I'm saying? We need to do that in the black community rather than uh getting nervous at another nigga's uh success. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. So, um, so Marlon Wayans, I won about three, four competitions to have the chance to open up. We didn't even know. I just thought I was going to be the winner of Mississippi. By the mm-hmm. time it was over, it was Budweiser, Miller, no, Miller Lightfish, and Kevin Hart was over, and you win the chance to open open in Atlanta and go to this big competition. But I'm just doing this in Jackson. I'm just trying to do it. I got a job and everything. Children. Um, so I win the shit. I win all of them here. I win one of them probably by default. My homeboy, Wodin, went to jail. Hey, Wodin, I'm sorry. That's how life goes, dog. Uh, shout out him, <laughs> shout out Woody. That's my nigga, though. Um, 
So we go to uh, New Orleans, and it's a real competition. I won, bro. They put me in that big-ass hotel right there on the river while I'm looking at the Mississippi River. I'm sitting up there. Now, we've stayed there a bunch of times since. Shout-out to Elder Pope. Shout-out to God. Thing work good. The tour life is something different. Bless her, bless her, mm-hmm. but this was me and Pope first time with that. And Pope was like, bro, they not even paying for my room. They paying for your room. I won the competition. They got a letter. You know, I come there. Man, um, and it's blowing my mind. My mama said, treat this good because when you get opportunities like that, there's just lo- the Lord letting you look into the people of the world that you can have you do right. So mm-hmm. um, we go to New Orleans. My hotel blow my room, blow my mind. My room blow my mind. Uh, now I get to New Orleans. We're at the Civic Center. And um, this bitch like a triple decker. Mm. I'm in line. I said, how we get in here? They said, text the number. They said, go to the side door. I go to the side door. It's a white lady with the headphones on. She said, what's your name? I said, Nardo Blacktastic. This is what she did. Ladies and gentlemen, Nardo Blacktastic is in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, Nardo Blacktastic is in the building. Nigga, I ain't never had no shit like that happen. <laughs> I damn near froze right then. <laughs> yeah. Back up at this bitch. Let go. Let go. Bubba Let go. I'm a street nigga. I'm from the Jack. I'm from, you know what I'm saying? I'm from, me and nigga, I'm from my state on Gamble. I stay in the Northside Project across with Heiko. I'm a street nigga. This is new. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I take a bath, but this clean, clean. I'm gonna run back out the building, man. I walk in, the DJ scratching, lights everywhere. It's already dark, triple ducker. Mo Williams, little brother Rose Mo, texts me right there and say, Hey, nigga, I'm in the building. I see you. I said, Lord. I'm nervous then. They take me upstairs. I see the other comedians in New Orleans who don't want. Shadow Feel Good was one of them. Shout out Shadow Feel Good. Also, Shane from Texas. I think that's his name. He was another one. I think that's his name. Blaine. Blaine. It's Blaine. Blaine coming from Texas. He did well. Shout out Blaine. They've been doing this shit. They have a hitter. I'm a newbie. I'm coming into this shit. Now, the realization of the whole shit hit me when I really just should have took my stride and did my thing. In hindsight, but it'd be a lesson to learn. They take me upstairs. They don't even let me be with these niggas. They fire. I don't know it yet. Take me upstairs, seclude me. I go upstairs. Guess who up there? Donnell Rollins, Asher Larry, rolling up Ash a blunt. Rolling up a yeah. fat ass blunt and a grape uh, swisher. Now I'm <laughs> happy, motherfucker, to meet the Asher Larry because I love this nigga. This nigga, this nigga remind me of me. Like he's a, uh, and he funny as hell. And I just mm-hmm. had started being student of the game. This shit going on that I ain't think because all I was thinking was make you a Twitter name. Not old black chairs, you know, go to talk of shit. And mm. when I first got on stage, I looked at folks like, oh, y'all like this shit? Y'all like <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, y'all uh-huh. like this shit? And they fuck with it. So I'm here in New Orleans. They take me upstairs. I'm seeing Donnell Rollins. I'm trying to play cool, be cool. Then Bob Sumner comes in the room. He really shook me with a lot of stuff he was saying. He was putting the gravity to the situation. But I probably could have ignored that. I ain't going to go here nor there on on that because I'm still trying to go forward in the game. I like to meet Bob one day and do well. <laughs> so mm. um we go here and I saying shit is fucking with my mind. Um Marlon Wayne's come up there. Marlon Wayne come up there. He say something to somebody like what up nigga? Then he come in the room, this nigga speaks to everybody like this. What up with it, nigga? What up, my nigga? You hype? How you feeling? This nigga brought me in. I said, this nigga smell like a million bucks. What the fuck? Like, it, like, it was like a moment of this. It was like, it's like, it's like this nigga been touched by an angel. 
You don't know what blessings <laughs> is. You, like, I'm not from that much positivity. He hollered, yeah. he hollered, boy, he hollered me first, probably for Donnell, because Donnell over there rolling up a blunt by the window and asked me to hit it. Did you want to hit it, mm. my nigga? You know what I'm saying? But I don't smoke great fruity flavors, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he just packed that bitch back up. He didn't smoke it. Um, nigga told me good luck. They went down there, got ready to judge. Now, I'm not knowing, but I'm starting to hear people laughing, you know what I'm saying? And I go down there, every nigga down there is funny. Every nigga down there is trivia, bro. Uh, I, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, Marley said, Marley said, hey, nigga, you want to go and come on and take a picture, nigga? Because, see, after, you don't know how it be after this shit. He snapped me up to take a picture. I got them pictures. I posted them bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. If you had it on here, I could pull that bitch up. Like, I keep it. So think about it. It's on your IG? It's, yeah, it's on my IG and it's in my, uh, but, like, if I could pull it up from my pictures, I got that bitch. Like, I got it. I got it. You know, with the check, either way, but you can see it. Well, I can tag you and whatever. Anyway, we went on, took a picture with him, then done that. Like, yeah, shit, nigga, come on. All these, the, them two niggas' spirit was so, you know, inviting and uh, positive. So we go down, all them niggas doing good. Blaine did great. I heard him tell a, a joke that I still remember to this day. I won't put the material out there. Shatter feel good coming, tear that bitch down. <laughs> now nah, I gotta go up. Mm-hmm. Man, I went up there and uh, I think I said zah, 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 zah. Uh, I think I really said what I tried to say, what I had written. Man, them folks started talking and didn't give a fuck. I ate it. I bombed. It was the worst night in my comedy <laughs> career to this One of them to this point. Um, Marlon, you- my boy said he saw uh, Ash Larry about something laughing. I guess I can't blame him. But Marlon Wayans come downstairs and tell them people, hold up, y'all not going to do this shit. Because I know damn well if I was up here and I told a bad joke, y'all wouldn't do this shit to me. But I'm Marlon Wayans. I just bombed the other night in Alabama. So what y'all going to do is, y'all going to act like y'all understand. Y'all don't know what this young man going to be, who he going to be. So mm-hmm. at least be have some dignity and clap it up for him. They clap for him, but I'm a jack town nigga. So I felt like, man, fuck this shit. I don't need enough sympathy. I walked out. Was you embarrassed now? I heard I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed, hurt, and I feel like, nigga, I fat fat on all y'all niggas. This really just how I feel this <laughs> So I go upstairs, I walk, you know, past the little picture booth. I go upstairs, I get upstairs, nigga, Marlon, come up that bitch, run. Hey, nigga, what the fuck, bro? You go quit? And I look at that mm. nigga, and I'm thinking, he, I'm thinking like, bro, let me the fuck go. I'm re- I, I, you know, I don't want to do no fucked up shit, fuck my life. I don't think he knew that, but I'm telling the story. But that nigga said, hey, nigga, look at me. Look at my eye. I'm Marlon Wayne's nigga. I didn't have to come up here and say shit to you. But I know how important it is for you to keep going in the comedy game. I know how, I, I never know who you're going to be. Nigga, I just bombed in Alabama. So you owe it to me. You owe it to yourself. Keep doing this shit. Mm. Nah. Yeah, I told some other comedians I like. They were like, nigga, he ain't going to remember that shit. Well, guess what? I done inboxed Marlon. Mm-hmm. How many times do celebrities get back at you? Marlon said, 100, my nigga, keep grinding. I inboxed him and told him that story. He said, 100, my nigga, that's 100, keep grinding. I can show that. I screenshot that shit for motivation. Then Marlon Wayne, mm-hmm. y'all inbox him, see will he say anything. <laughs> but I'm pretty good in horror, and I'm going to keep doing something. I got a horror spoof. I'm writing. Y'all right. I can't stop. My mind can't stop. I'm really. So what you see every day that you said I post on and stuff every day, that's how I feel. I wake up in the morning. I want to get y'all going. I jump up out my sleep sometime with a joke. Uh, 
Yeah, I like to think, I like to read. I ain't no just no serious sad nigga. I like to have fun, you know, and I like people to laugh. I feel like it's, it's things in this world that can connect us. Weed, laughter, love, you know what I'm saying? Fighting don't connect, nigga, unless we just want to watch a good-ass fight. You still don't want to see them niggas hate each other after this. So, you know, I think I put out there, cause, like, bro, you have to have confidence in yourself and what you do. And you, if you're working at it, you should. I'm going to put out the best jokes every day because I'm a factor. I don't think it's going to stop. I think I'm going to go up, up. I'm going to keep feeding my mind. You know, so. And then we're going to keep going up. What's your... Oh, yeah. I just said ain't no cockiness. You got to learn it. What can you do to help somebody every day? What is it about you? You know, God put us here to help each other. Whatever God they serve out here, all of them put you here for each other, to bless each other. Christian God put you here to work for his name, though, they tell you. But I don't know if God want that. I think whatever being made us wants some equality for everybody. So I can't say it's a man or a woman, you feel me? Mm. Respect, you know. So with that being said, that's how I try to, I might not have no money. I can help you on the door. I can help you with the grocery. I can make you laugh while I do it. I'm going to give you the regular me like I've been knowing you for years. Everybody who I encounter. I make them laugh every day. God bless. Wherever I go, so, yeah. Oh, that real, boy. You're going to get what you what you put out. Mm-hmm. Nigga, eyes almost water. Nigga, I got to look in the sky, boy. Woo. Yeah, man. But that's where it comes from, bro. Yeah. And I appreciate yeah. you for what you do. Like I told you, man, I just started my podcast, but I looked at what you do and got ideas. That's how we got to do it, man. Instead of envious of anybody, you know, I always, I'm always, I be begging for help, too. So, it whatever. But, uh, uh, what I was about to say? Um, my fault. <laughs> nah, you good. Uh, hold on, it's on the tip of the tongue. What you think of the local? Uh, what you think of the comedy scene in Jackson, man? I know you mentioned Rita Brink. She done went on to do bigger things, and uh, you got a relationship with Mert. That's my nigga, man. That's my brother. <laughs> yeah, Tar baby, hey, this black ass. That's my nigga. <laughs> Shout out, Mert. You know what it is. Love Mert and his brother, but I can't stand one of them niggas together. I be in the it's house. The I ain't met both of them together, but it looked like it's, it's, it's tough. It's like Scooby Doo. What nigga went in the bathroom? Who in the kitchen? What nigga in the living room? Who went in the back? Y'all see it right here in front of me, you know. Right. It's like they're playing a game on you, man. Shout out uh, Taco McFly and Murphy. B. Good brothers. Real good brothers. Yeah. So we got some talent out there, man. What you think of the scene? We got we got more people than that, man. Um comedian Frank and Frank, uh Tasha Tasha Ellen, man. You gotta follow these people. They go hard. Comedian Petty Q, comedian Q. Uh Shout out Mike Town for keeping the comedy club, club open, man. Shout out Mike place over. What I think yeah. is sometimes, uh, shout out Comedian Fireman who left Comedian LL, got a nice platform. Shout out, it's a lot of comedians all over the sip. I stay to myself and focus on myself. Out of, the best thing has been, they like, I love them, and I think we all should work together. I think the fact that people have to work for themselves creates, but comp- everybody don't know how to handle competition, friendly competition. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's a bunch of talented people. I think, you know, uh, it's about, oh, shout out other comedian, Nardo. Nardo McCall. He's just a good dude. So, you know, um, I think it's, it's people look at stuff different. You can't look at folks like you think you know what's on their mind. So 
I think a lot of stuff happens with the coming scene here, just like the rap scene, because of passion, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I feel, because I've tried to help. Oh, shout out comedian Skip also. I've um, tried to help everybody I bumped into. Uh, and, you know, it's a different thing because you have to work on your own comedy career. You can't carry nobody. They're just how it is. You know, what you can do is create a vibe and the energy that y'all have together. And you guys can work together. And that's what people have to understand. It ain't like I don't want to work with you. It's just the me and for vibe. Shout out me, Rita, being merch. Shout out Hilarious Homies, man. People book us out, out with this tour. We got we to gotta show that we do together. People starting to book, so shout out there. Shout out Curry with Claiborne. How could I not mention that, bro? Oh, yeah. But, but, you but got a relationship I, I think, with him. Oh, that's my guy. He's the humblest nigga in the world. That's why he get everything that's coming to him. Yeah, absolutely. That's my bro, Kerry Thomas. Rita B. Murphy, man. Yeah, them my people, boy. You done put my people. Them like putting my cousins up here. But, um, <laughs> and, and Curry with Claiborne, man. It's a, it was a blessing to be on that tour. You know, but I think we got a lot of talented people. I just think it's a mindset. We need a platform. Um, you want to have a platform you can support. You don't want to have a put no 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 attitude to what you're doing. So that's that's what I, I think we could be better. And I pray for it to all get together. Oh, you showed me something. See, you showed something in the picture. Shout out Lavelle Leggett. That's mm-hmm. my bro. Shout out Jay Smith, my bro. See, some people I just look at like my bro, so I might not mention them. But I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I work with all these folks. It's just that I got a vision too. So. Um, I learned even through the other comedians that I know out of state, man. I can call on them for help. I got one, like Chris said it off John, but I talked to this brother so much, man. On life and just everything, material. So, you know, there's some people you can work with, but I can't work with everybody. I ain't finna try. And so I'm gonna focus on what I do that way. I, that's how I'm able to put out what I'm putting out, you know. Respect. And all I like to do is show respect. I'm not gonna stay on your page going hard. I'm gonna look at what I like, you know, on your page. You know, we fuck with each other like that. We're gonna talk. So, mm-hmm. man, there's a lot of fly comedians out of state. I'm going to interview them, too. Oh, shout out the OG, man, Marvin Hunter, J.J. Williams. See, it's some real. Yeah. See, it's yeah. just coming to me. I put all these boys in the company. I learned from them, too, though, you know. But, that boy, J.J. a fool. Love that nigga. He big brother, man. That nigga gave me six shows at Chuckles, huh? Huh? What? Chuckles. Chuckles coming to have right over here. That nigga gave me six shout shows. Out ate their ass up. Shout out Chuckles. Shout out J.J. You gotta help me get that interview, dog. Huh? You gotta help What's me up? get that interview. Well, JJ, I got you, fam. Or whoever you want, you tell me. We, hey, likewise, we gonna, bro. I want you to win. We are gonna win together. That's how we you. all win. Yeah. Key to the City Podcast. We got my guy Nardo Black Tastic in here with us. I got two more questions for you, dog. Uh, the first one being. It's been said that a lot of comedians come from a troubled background, like either struggle or pain. So a way that they kind of cope with those situations is by tapping into their their humor side and uh, telling those jokes out of pain. Would you be able to say that you relate? That's my therapy, bro. Mm. That's my therapy. That's why I go to talk to you. That's why I go to talk to you about the. I'm actually the uh, a habitual line stepper. I got cringe comedy. I don't mm-hmm. try to. I just America got dark history. It's a lot of dark shit going on. You know what I'm saying? I just tackle what comes to my mind. You know, what I'm saying? I just say it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I just go at that mode. You know what I'm saying? We be, you know how niggas be. People just be saying shit. I like to read and I like to be true to who I am. So I don't just say shit. 
I, I put that shit. Hold on, I know these niggas ain't finna arm wrestle, bro. I got some hot shit now. We, you know, I'm in M Bar, man. Even my guys up, but shout out M Bar. They treat me like shout out to M Bar, man. Oh, oh, okay, it look like uh, Greenland speak and uh, football player, and, uh, and they about to arm wrestle, bro. I got to get this. He supposed to be in camp, ain't he? He gonna be in camp. I might have to. I hope he beat Tyree. He been beating everybody. Okay. But um where were we? Uh trouble background telling it in your jokes. Absolutely, man. Like I got jokes about my dad on crack, being on crack, and um I got jokes about how a crackhead, you can't kill him. How have you ever seen a crackhead die? You ever heard about a crackhead food? Nah, they just vanish. They just smoke one last <laughs> rock and just vanish. Smoke out. You know what I'm saying? And I know this because my dad had every illness that's gonna scare the shit out of you in the world. My dad had every illness. You know what I'm saying? But he and all the illness are so tragic. It's like this nigga supposed to be dead a lot of times. Everybody his age and died. Mm-hmm. I used to just call him like only time I call him is when somebody died. That'll be like it just really be like I call him uh the tank. Mm. I call him the tank. He's he's since recovered, but I tell them jokes because that's from my childhood. It's a different thing for a kid to go to school. And they ask him where your dad is. For, for the dad day, you be like, he don't live with me. And they be like, how you exist if your dad don't live with you? I'm like, nigga, I, he stay right there. He just over there cutting that yard. He just don't stay with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, you know, I had to go visit my dad at the county farm. A lot of stuff, you know, that a lot of people ain't familiar with. I put it in my joke, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, That's because a- here's the other thing, though. It was a crack epidemic. Mm-hmm. Pandemics go across the country. I like to mm-hmm. teach you when I'm talking. An epidemic, it, it go wild in one area, and they happen to be the United States had a crack epidemic. Mm-hmm. If it's an epidemic and it swept the U.S., how it ain't gonna hit some people who we know? So mm-hmm. I got a story to tell. Like I ain't no crackhead. And now you know I knew to stay away from stuff, but everybody don't. You know what I'm saying? I grew up like I. That's why I do my show because I want people out the hood to know you can still try. I know some hood babies who did it. Let me let them show you how. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm also one. You don't have to accept what you're giving, but you need somebody. You need something to, to motivate you. You do need it. You need to see something to say, I can do that too. Something you relate to, yeah. And uh, you're right, man. The only crackhead I seen die was uh, the base head out of Minister Society, bro. Did, they, he did he die or right? did they kill him? They, oh, so they, you saying as far as just Natural causes that just get called up with the Lord. They already got coronavirus. They got crack virus, <laughs> coronavirus, H1N1, B1 flu, bat, uh, bat flu, swine flu, rat flu. And guess and what? what? Go look up that shit I just said. They out there, y'all. <laughs> the, the, the new strand of uh, COVID they said comes from bat. Yeah, this I heard that. Right now. It's another uh, flu that they say uh, comes from. Um, Come from rat urine. Mm-hmm. So the, by the time it's supposed to be like six million, some flu strands out in the next five years. Protect yourself, uh, take care of yourself, eat right, work out. Last thing for you, man. It ain't so funny. We got a lot of tragedy going on in the country. Uh the recent murders of George Floyd, Ahmad Aubrey. And uh, Rayshard, 
Forgive me if I'm I miss my brother. Yeah, 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 it'd be hard for me. There's so many. Uh, and it seems like it's slowly becoming a race war or a citizen versus police war. So, uh, like, what's your thoughts on everything that's going on? And uh, shout out to Mark Zuckerberg and the staff of Facebook. I'm currently in Facebook jail for speaking my mind, but mm. that's neither here nor there. Bro, say something. Thing. If you ain't saying something, you know, come on. You saying like doing nothing is way bigger than like just being wrong. You know, like you you would rather be wrong. Speak your mind. But what I think about, I think. We gotta uh, educate each other and educate ourselves more. We gotta become just a tad bit. I'm gonna be fun and put out this comedy, but I'm I'm working to be around. We gotta think about going into the future. Really, I think I think I think the one race it is really truthfully is becoming a race war. But you gotta think. I think it's really just money and power. I think that's the big color. There is the race is the facade. Uh, I think the racial shit came from uh. Damn, that nigga is just fire everything. I hate him. I don't think it's a whole big thing about it. Like, I really don't. And I think the fact that you could get somebody who you feel like is physically and mentally could be better than you to work for you because they like to be helpful is a, a powerful thing. And they just would like that to still be that as much as it can. And I think that kind of stuff, like, like it's so many ideals out. It's like China did that to their own people. It wasn't even a uh, slave. China had people working for like 75 cents, making stuff they selling for hundreds of thousands of dollars, which was an issue back in the 80s. And I think they, and I think America look at that, how they built that economy. So I don't even know if that's the racial thing. I think it's the fact that, well, if the race part comes in, well, who can we get to do this work? Put some niggas in jail, get, and there it is. You know, we, now we got this slavery over here. We got that cheap institutionalized work, free work over here. So I think the answer to that is definitely getting back to something like Rosewood and Tulsa everywhere. I think mm. the answer is definitely to unite, support black by black. Don't think against it. Now is the time when things starting over, so we need black toothpaste, black nine ladies, not black the, the flavor, the fruity shit like we like. We need black owned alcohol, black owned uh, construction companies, black owned anything you can think of. Like, like if you wake up and say, man, I need some flowers, we need black owned flowers. To everything that we can do, and I wouldn't mind seeing them black tissue because I don't want to see my shit anyway. So you see what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, some black tissue. So, so my, so my thing is like have confidence in ourselves. Yeah, you working that job to keep you some money, but create an idea for yourself, some for your people. We gonna buy it. It's time to buy it. Make black on lighter. You know, black on hats, black on team hats. Like, let's get there because this is what happens. This is what I think. Reciprocate that dollar in a small community. You can't worry about the world, but if you go somewhere where it's a nigga that you like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, support that. Because you're going to end up in... I, I hear a lot of black people talking about the service that they had at a place, you know what I'm saying? And they don't mind publicly going against each other. Let's stop it. Let's do this. Go to a person where, like you want to, like you really want them to do something about it. That means humble. Mm -hmm. You feel mm -hmm. me? You can't make nobody think no kind of way. Let's stop going against each other. Let's educate ourselves. Even uneducated niggas knew they wanted to be free. It had to be a way. Harry freed more than six hundred niggas. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they and they and they and you gotta read, bro. If, if somebody tell you something, go educate yourself. Harry won all that ugly ass, strong faced woman's picture shit they put out at one point. She was a, a cute little girl, young girl, young woman. She got married. She was born in the freedom. So don't think and don't disrespect 
your ancestors that was on the field and scared to leave. They weren't scared to leave they get their ass whooped. They were scared to leave because what might happen to their child, their mama, their auntie, their sister. You feel mm -hmm. me? You don't know what to control. You don't disrespect them. Harry was born in the freedom because her parents got free when their master died. And she got freedom again when she got married at 14. So it's just like King Maker said, man. Uh King Maker shout out somebody come a Shout out come a <laughs> He one of those he's, people who highly my life. You gotta have somebody to let you know that you yeah. yeah. He said well, disrespectful. Like, he said disrespectful for our generation or the younger generation to say uh we are not our ancestors, like our ancestors were some bitches or something. He said they were super strong. Probably couldn't even go through half of what they went through. We ain't can't even go through what our granddaddy went through, man. You gotta think, man. If you look at Adrian Peterson, then look at Adrian Peterson's dad. First of all, they don't even make nigga like Adrian Peterson no more. Look at his dad; he hard body too. Come on, cuz. Young man, then go out there, man. You better be glad you ain't in Africa. They'll kill you if you weak. <laughs> Weak small people. Don't wonder with them boys, man. You ain't even finna get the legal. Hey, you done from the baby. You know. But um, yeah. yeah, I think unity, man, let's stop going against each other. You see, had a reserve to try to listen. And that's something I'm working on for myself. Listen, educate yourself. Stop being lazy. Go against the grain, man. Do something to make a difference because that's what we're going to have to do to move. Lazy ain't cool. Right. Get them stimulus checks. They owe us it. At least. But if they can get that shit out and the country is in debt, nigga, when have you ever gave some niggas some money and you was in debt? Never. And they're a trillion dollars in debt. Mm -hmm. They got so, uh, freedom to speak freely, have the freedom to think freely. We don't have to exactly. think the same. Key to the City Podcast. Not on Black Test joining the Center City, man. Y'all definitely go follow this guy's support. You can find him at Not Black Tastic on IG. Follow the freedom to speak freely as well. That's part of his IG, his podcast, man. They get straight right on there. Some of your favorite guests on that thing, man. Y'all go support this guy. Uh, what's some other avenues they can reach out to you if I don't miss them? You can catch me at Nardo Blackman, at Nardo Blackman on Facebook, Nardo Blacktastic on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, man, appreciate you for the show, man. Appreciate you for what you do. It's a good look, man. Shout out. Love, bro, man. I appreciate you, man. Keep doing what you're Love, doing, bro. bro. Don't stop, man. You do comedy forever. This ain't like no rap shit. I'm going to be on some old Fred Sanford, Samuel L. Jackson shit, man. Oh, already. Kick it. Don't Salute, stop it, bro. bro. Keep to the City Podcast, man. We love y'all out there. Tune in next week or uh, tomorrow. I can't even keep up with my own schedule. No, no, Black Tat thing. I'm Yoni. We out, man. Peace and love. One. All right. All right, boy. All right.